Oh. Wrigley's food is an absolute travesty to baseball. Like I've got, I've gone to five Cubs games this year already. The food has gotten somehow worse every single time. I keep thinking the hot dog is going to get better, and it's like eating mushed garbage. All right, today we have an amazing episode with an amazing guest, uh, Mr. Sean Ely. Am I saying that right? You're saying it right. Perfect. Nice job. Right, First yeah. try. Sean Ely uh, from Number Six with Cheese. Uh, you can find him everywhere on social media, YouTube at Hey Sean Ely, and uh, he's wearing a dope shirt right now. And I want to cut to that. Yeah, I think it needs to be shown. It, yeah, that's what it is. It is the highlight of Chicago, and this would be you're actually not from. Chicago. I'm from Detroit. Yeah, yeah. Do you so know a transplant? Uh, yeah, we roomed in college together. Yeah, yeah, we stayed, we stayed in the same trailer. Um, yeah, yeah, it was great. Uh, I don't know him personally. I did one time, however, play a pickup basketball game, no joke, with Kid Rock and Uncle Cracker. No way. Whoa. It's, which is a crazy sentence to say. And at Second City, it was one of my, like, two truths and a lie. Yeah. And everyone was like, maybe Uncle Cracker, but not Kid Rock. I was like, yeah. no, no, he's got a cord, good basketball player, but don't know Eminem. <laughs> Who is the better shot? Oh, Uncle Crackers, or well, Kid Rock's a better basketball player, okay. but they all take smoke breaks. <laughs> so that's like a crazy fact. What are, are they ripping cigs or are they doobies? Cigs, yeah, okay. at the time. This is back in like, it's back in like 09. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. A lot of cigs. <laughs> gotcha, yeah. I don't know Eminem, and I haven't been to his restaurant downtown yet, Mom's Spaghetti. No which way. Which is a real restaurant. Is it like fancy? No. Oh, God, no. You like order at a window, and then they tell you you can come in, and it, there's like three things on the menu. There's like a bag of spaghetti or like a spaghetti sandwich. And like a water. No way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a real thing. And you have, as a YouTube foodie, you haven't gone back Not home yet. and documented Their it? hours are kind of weird. So I'm, I'm trying oh, to get there. Okay. So these are the things that I try to plan. I'm like, when am I going to get to Eminem's restaurant? <laughs> when my, am I going to taste his mom's my spaghetti? vacation back home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just bumping the song the whole time. <laughs> oh, like you have in to. There and you're like yeah. hyping up for it. Yeah. They'll be like, lose your, you got to play Lose Yourself, I yeah. think, on the way down. And yeah. then on the way back, you, more of the upbeat stuff. You know? Got you. Yeah. yeah. Well, so did you, so being originally from Detroit, uh, did you get into the comedy scene over there? So I was in an improv troupe in college at Michigan State, but that was like literally oh, zip, zap, zop and like the most bare bones improv you could ever do. But it was kind of like, okay, it made me realize like, this is a silly thing. And these are silly people that I like actually enjoyed hanging out with because it was also in a fraternity. So it was like the opposite of that. So it was nice to have both. And it was on the student newspaper. So it was like this really weird Jeez. triangle of things in college, but like the improv thing that's, so I got into it there, but I ended up moving to Florida after I graduated. And then I was on a big, like traveling improv team there. And then when I came to Chicago in 2013, I had already had like all these years of experience. So like I had asked if I could like test out of all the intro stuff because it's like it'd be weird for me to go back and do all that again but i wanted to pay the dues but yeah so i've been doing it a <clears> long time so you went through the a3 program so they let me skip that okay so second city was like oh, all right he's way better than that. Yeah, yeah he was like you can audition for conservatory and i was like wow okay so i saved myself a whole year yeah which was really nice and yeah a lot of money too a lot of money yeah, um, yeah that's what i that was probably more so why they were like oh man could probably get so what back then it was like 340 350 so they would have gotten like 1500 bucks for me probably yeah, right yeah. or whatever <laughs> got him um, did you get conservatory on your first shot i did not second i did not second try yeah and that was very much like oh man i have never done like this style of improv with people because you know like florida we weren't doing like you know that audition i'm sure a lot of people that like listen to this podcast know like it's is i'm assuming it's still just the two scenes 
and they that's how they that's determined what it was. was okay yeah so like that was very weird to me to like prove yourself in like a 20 second scene i agree because i was with people and then your scene partner too like i remember they were like all right uh sean and whoever step up with him yeah. and the girl dropped to the floor of the stage and goes get down and i was like oh we're in this but the room <laughs> fell silent and i like i remember being like so taken aback by her leading the scene it was a very i'll never forget because i now i'll never say your name but i know that say person and i name. see her performing i'm like oh we're still we're still doing <laughs> we're still, we're still doing that yeah yeah okay. yeah. i'll probably see her on the main stage next month or something like no but yeah it's but it was a wild I, coming here to do comedy was like such a like eye-opening experience because it was you know you have that whole thing of like oh my god this is where all the greats did it and i'm doing like you know uh, want me to clean a bowl for you? You know, doing those scenes that come in, like, yeah. I'm going to be great, you know? Um, when, like, I guess at a younger age, like, what piqued your comedy interest? It like, Letterman for me. Oh, okay. So my dad's, like, super blue collar, like, worked uh, as a butcher in a grocery store his whole life, like, just literally 60-hour work weeks. And when he would come home and he would sit in front of the TV after dinner and watch Letterman, I've never, like, seen someone laugh harder and be so, like, such an escape from the yeah. world. And so, and I really looked, looked up to my dad. So I was like, I want to make my dad laugh that hard. You know what I mean? It was like, that was the first time being like, I just love that this guy goes and works his ass off all day. And then this is like what he looks forward to, you mm -hmm. know, having a drink at the end of the night or whatever and watching Letterman. So that was like my first big kind of like, I want to do something that does that to people. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. No, I hear that. Yeah. Um, for me, it was whose line is it anyway? Oh my God. Sure. That was right up there too. Like, yeah. That proved sure. that like, it was a thing that you could do. It was like, oh, I could learn that. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, and I know for you, yeah. it was SNL. It was SNL, for but sure. like the Farley, Sandler, Spade, like that. The era. good years. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. The, like the prime. Yeah. yeah. For yeah, sure. Yeah. Well, the prime after the like original. Like, yeah. Because those are always like, I'll go back and watch the like season one. Like for sure. That's true. Those are like, you're like, you gotta, you know, remember where it started. Yeah, like, a lot of those guys ending, in, in like, that realm, like it was like all these guys that were immediately getting movies like from that instantly. And it was, oh, wow. Like if you go on that show, you just become a movie star. Right. Well, it's yeah. not always that way now. But back then it felt like every guy and you know was that way. Yeah. Well, or uh, well, now it's like you get on there and now you can date someone super famous because like you have. Uh, yeah. He was calling Co out Pete Davidson. No, Colin Jost is married oh, to Scarlett Johansson. Gosh, she's, yeah. And so, Sudeikis met Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Uh, when I mean they've been divorced now, but like that was why it was always crazy when somebody just like as a cast member who was like not that famous outside of the show was dating like a movie star. Well, and they call him, they're like not ready for like primetime players, and then it's like they're like, oh, he's dating Olivia Wilde. Yeah. Or like, you know, like uh, Pete Davidson with Kim K. Everything. Honestly, I didn't even connect that until now. Yeah. It's pretty accurate. They say that week of doing that show is so, unlike anything for even somebody who's a celebrity who's like doing movies or anything and you go and do that and it's such a different world and you like, you fall into it. Like, mm -hmm. that's why like people in improv people, it's so easy to date someone and what you're doing. Like when you're like building a show with someone, cause you're like, Oh, like you're with that person all the time. You have all the same interests. You have this like crazy. I like, it was, that was like, it's such a thing for me of moving here. I was like, Oh, these are all just now girls who also want to be the funniest person in the room mm -hmm. who I'm hanging around all the time. Like it was such a wild thing. I'd never, been around people like that yeah. you know it's crazy for like dating too so i get the <laughs> snl thing yeah were you yeah. like a class clown in no i was like so buttoned up i was like okay. i wanted like in school and stuff i wanted to be like you know good grades and i was just always told because i came from like kind of a rundown part of detroit which is called redford michigan so it's like not a lot of people know about it so i was like i have to work as hard as i possibly can to like get out of here or whatever it was so it was like always in my mind yeah. so yeah i was like i i was like 
played football, but I was like always the smallest kid on the team, but I was like, had good, like good grades, but I had friends. So it was always like, I was always trying to like, I wanted to appease everybody, I yeah. think is what it was. That was like my whole life. <laughs> it leads into comedy so well. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Well, when, um, I know this is going to be probably a hard question, but when did you realize that you liked food? So because my dad was a butcher, like we loved, oh. like food was a big thing in my house growing up. It was like a very blue collar thing. So I never went and did fancy things. Like we loved fast food and we loved buying steakums from the frozen food section. Like that was a, like a fun meal for us. And when I got into doing video and like being in front of the camera, I saw how there was such a niche of that online. I was like, people review food, but they just like use their cell phones and it gets all this, all these views and whatever. And so I met Corey, my business partner and comedy partner at Second City. And I was like, what if we tried doing this food style thing on YouTube? Because I've been on YouTube for so long, but we did it in more of like our way, like vloggy, Second City style, like kind of making fun of it. Because originally it was like satirical where nobody needs to review fast food. Like that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Anybody can get it for a dollar. So I thought it was funny, but then you realize how much people are actually like invested in it and love it and will take your word for it before they get the new fries from Wendy's or whatever it is. Yeah. So it started as like kind of a joke and then kind of snowballed into now we kind of take it seriously and like our scores mean something to people when we rate <laughs> it. So it's like really turning this wild thing. So yeah, it was just kind of a fun hobby that I saw a potential in and then it's now been six years of doing that show yeah. jesus yeah good insane. for you yeah See, that like that blows my mind because i'm like why personally like, why would somebody give a shit about right. what i have to say about this program? right you know what i mean yeah. but it's like you kind of accidentally almost fell into that yeah like, pretty oh, much. people do <laughs> i know <laughs> I and I just being like it. i think we can do it better because i had the experience <clears throat> of like flying a drone and being like a cinematographer i was like oh. what if we made it what if we did the show really often and had it look like something that could maybe be on Food Network, yeah. but it was all the time. And like people like the guy that you can drink a beer with kind of thing. So yeah. Corey and I kind of naturally fell into like, oh, these are just like the normal dudes making the show. They're not, they don't really have a shtick where they're trying to be like goofballs. That's just us yelling at each other and being goofs or whatever. And people attach themselves to that on YouTube because that YouTube started off as a place. It was like an escape for people. It was like, I'm going to make videos, but now like Kimmel's on it. And mm -hmm. Brie Larson has a huge channel. It's like, it started as just like a dude picking up a camera and having a fun thing that he did. Yeah. And like, that's what, why I fell in love with YouTube, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm just, we're trying to be like the everyday man that just enjoys going out with a buddy, getting food and like bullshitting for half hour. You know, well, See, that's kind I, of I funny. Admit, I, I will turn on your channel if I'm like, I don't know what to eat. Yeah. And like, it's I'll, like a resource. Like, well, especially like just moving to this area, I'll be like looking at like things that are around yeah, we, here where you guys are. We've reviewed pretty much every restaurant in the state. Right? So. <laughs> so I can just be like, yeah, I, the Merck's cheddar burger mm -hmm. at, uh, uh, Kirkwood's mm -hmm. like, that's why I tried it. I was like, cause I was like, I don't know what to get on their menu. And one then, of the most underrated burgers in the city. It's Kirkwood. I know Corey stands by that too. Okay. People don't talk about it. It's very good. Yeah. Um, all right. So I have a lot of food questions. I like food. I love me too. Um, <laughs> but what, or hold on, let me backtrack. It is yeah. kind of funny how you guys were just like, let's kind of casually put together these videos. And if people enjoy us, people enjoy us. Cause that's kind of what we do. Right. Though we don't say we're goose. We're just like, we're idiots behind a camera talking for sure. to a microphone. We don't, yeah. we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. But maybe <laughs> fake it till you make it. Like yeah, literally maybe, the backbone of this industry. Maybe yeah, maybe yeah. people out there will enjoy it. Um, but okay. Uh fast food for a second. Uh-huh. What is the best fast food restaurant in your opinion? And uh -huh. what is the best fast food like meal? So it can be a burger or nuggets or 
Well. I always like, I, some of my favorite questions are like grilling people with these things. Like I always ask people like, all right, right now, what's your Mount Rushmore of fast foods? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and like for me, it's me bringing that up is it's so funny how much mine changes all the time. Like when the Popeye's chicken sandwich came out and it was only four bucks and it was huge and great. I thought I was like, Popeye's is like actually becoming a low key, like one of the best fast food restaurants. Yeah. And they've now modified, Corey and I had a Buffalo chicken version of their chicken sandwich. And it was like, they took just the, the burnt parts of like a chicken tender and threw it on a bun. And we were like, Oh, Popeye's has fallen because all the chicken shortages. Oh, so my answers oh, recently oh. changed. I was like, so a big Popeye's guy. Like they're, I think their fries are underrated, stuff like that. But I'd be lying if I, if I said, if I didn't say that Taco Bell is still Ooh. the number one to me, cause I'm such like a get drunk and order like seven things and then eat up. Like my fiance and I are like, we'll treat it uh, like tapas, big small plates. We'll get one of everything, cut it in half and eat it. And so like, that's how we eat. So I, Taco Bell's still number one to me. Cause I can't imagine if I, if like it was, if I could only pick one fast food restaurant to exist, it'd be Taco Bell because I'd like be at a loss without it. And it's open till four. Like it's, well, you know, and like it's the perfect after Yeah, bar. it's kind of, and I'm just such a like drinker. So yeah, I love eating that stuff. Like, and it delivers on all the apps really fast. It's like strictly convenience sake. Hey guys, I'm in my mid thirties and I still <laughs> order Taco Bell delivered at 2.30 <laughs> in the morning. No, that's actually a really good point. Taco Bell is the only fast food restaurant where you can order six things and not feel bad about it. Yeah. It's like you, you hate yourself because of what you did, yeah. but like, it's not that expensive and like, you can get different types of things like Wendy's and Burger King and McDonald's. Most of the stuff you order three or four things. That's their whole menu. Mm -hmm. Taco Bell for whatever reason has like 28 variations of the same thing, but there's something about folding it into a star and calling it a crutch wrap. Right. Like, <laughs> right. uh, yeah. So I think Taco Bell and I, but I think the best meal, like I've always been such a sucker for like the four for four from Wendy's mm -hmm. when I'm on a road trip yeah. because obviously the price, but then also you're getting like a bunch of different things. And I like to like when I'm on road trips or I'm driving to gigs and stuff, I like like the eating a lot of different things and not having to look down. So like yeah. nuggets, fries, the burgers are small enough to eat. True. Like so because I travel a lot for work and stuff, too. Yeah, so junior bacon cheeseburger, the JBC, dude, the JBC <laughs> is legendary. Wendy's uh, spicy chicken sandwich, I think, is one of the most underrated sandwiches yeah. out there. Yeah, because once all the other stuff started coming out, they were like, we've been doing we've done been doing. This. Yeah. Yeah. And their spicy nuggets when they come back are great. And they're, Have they're you tried the. Burger King chicken sandwich, the chicken, yeah. He, oh, yeah. And we got <laughs> have some Jackson, the chicken. Okay. Sorry, God, um, <laughs> yes. Corey and I had like one of the a lot of fast fears online were like, I can't believe the version you guys got because for whatever reason, we just happened to get it from the guy that day that was having a great day and made it like it was a premier item from a sit down restaurant. The best chicken sandwich, we like at the time loved it. Just found out that it's such a pain in the ass to make at the restaurants that they're discontinuing it and going back to a frozen patty again. What? Well, because they're they're hand breading it in the store. Oh. Well, and it was so really pretty similar it. to like the original Popeyes. Oh my god, yeah. But and it was even better because the hand breading was like even more ridiculous. Like they were dunking it twice in buttermilk and all stuff. And then this thing came out that was like Burger King like employees are trying to quit because they are sick of making that thing. <laughs> It's gross. Like I really like the live look in to like these people's lives. Like yeah. I'm not doing it for seven dollars an done. hour. No, I'm not doing <laughs> I'm it. Done. That was like my go to if I because I used to live downtown right uh, like on Jackson and Dearborn, right by the oh, Burger really? King. Oh really? Yeah. And then that Burger King closed down, but I didn't realize it because it was like the week after. And I put it in the app, and I was like, "Oh, on Jackson." I'm like, "The address looks weird, but it's on Jackson. I know that." Yeah. And I book it to 
like there and then all of a sudden i get there and it's like boarded up like or they were renovating or whatever but it's like the windows are oh for sure like i was like yeah i i had to walk all the way to union past union Mm -hmm. to get to the burger king over there just so i could get the chicken sandwich and it was it was the spicy buffalo one okay did you like it i thought it was good yeah two things you made me think of one insane that you lived in the loop yeah that's right that's, i'm hoping you guys have done a whole expose about that i feel like i don't know anyone that has lived near jackson and dearborn living listen like i that's crazy I understand. i'm so invested i don't know why people live downtown i don't either I mean, and you I literally no, well i live in river north but i live in a part of like river north that doesn't feel like downtown but i'm close enough i can walk to old town i can walk to second city in like 12 okay. minutes oh, okay. i can walk to west town i can walk to river north like i like being in this like little weird area where you can be so close to everything the loop to me is crazy because doesn't everything close at like six yeah that's what it was <laughs> awful it's like, weird anything that i wanted i had to order from like a taco bell in streeterville yes oh and, and which I'm, I'm very familiar with that taco yeah bell. <laughs> and yeah. i had to not like well there was a taco bell on dearborn but I would, I one time went with a buddy after the bar and there was like three of us and my roommate at the time went back and he thought we died because he was like, you guys were gone for three hours. This place is packed <laughs> he with <did>. people <laughs> and we're just waiting. And at one point my buddy was like, fuck my food. We're leaving. Yeah, I've done that too. And he, I, like the next time I went there, I sent a picture. I was like, look where I am. He goes, can you get my order? It should be done now. <laughs> My second thing I was going to say to you is how humbling is it when you are going to get food and you like are downtown and you go into the train station to get food? Like, have you ever done that? Like the, cause like a lot of times, a lot of those fast food restaurants are in like Ogilvy or in Union Station. So it'll say like your delivery driver is picking up your order and they're in the train station. I'm like, oh my God, they're going to like a food court. <laughs> so like I've been, there's been times where I've been like drunk downtown. And I'm like, oh, I really want whatever. And I'm like, Oh man, I got to go into Ogilvy and I'm, I live here. Like I'm going into like the thing people are coming and going, you can take a train to California out of that place. But I'm like, no, I'm just trying to find like the Bubba Gump shrimp to go or whatever. Like, I'm just like, that's so humbling to go into a train station or a food court as a resident of yeah. the neighborhood. Oh, I felt like such a piece of trash. So oh. what happened where I was living downtown though, that was all only because I moved like March of 2020 okay i had signed my lease like, and like good the timing. next week exactly <laughs> the next week the world went to shit yeah. and i was like it's actually kind of a nice neighborhood oh, nice yeah. area and it was super Empty. quiet no one yeah you could like ride your bike through oh, the streets incredible i I loved, I, it. I loved it i was and my parents like lived like 45 minutes uh south like right over the border oh Indiana. okay so, so i was able to just there. go back and yeah. forth how nice is it like that's a good thing about getting out of the city it takes no like if you live up here and you got to like go Lake Shore. Like when I go back to Michigan, I used to live up here. Just getting to where I live now in River North was like 25 minutes. So you'd always add another half hour under your drive. Yeah. So it is nice like the escape out yeah. of the city. Yeah, because I lived right by. So yeah, so I was able to get to my parents' house in like 45 minutes. And then um, like my girlfriend's family, her they live west of the city. But I was right by like yeah. Ida B. Wells, That's money. 290. Yeah. And I could get anywhere so quickly. Oh, for sure. That's where it's great. Like now I got to get on like 294, loop around, go to 290 or like, yeah. you know. Chicago traffic is definitely back. Yeah. It sure is. Back. Especially yeah. for the summer. Yeah. No I shit. just drove back from Wisconsin the other, uh, like literally on Sunday and I was like, oh, we back. Yeah. yeah. Like Sunday at like dinner time. I was like, this is the worst. Mm-hmm. You'll be hitting a 42 minute slowdown. I was like, yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah. Remember yeah. when it was eight? 
Yeah, I'd be like, like eight. I'd be like, sweet. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah. good. That's perfect. Yeah, man. it would be at red on your Google Maps, but you'd be cruising through it. You're like, well, some, somewhere is going to give eventually. <laughs> yeah. This one was no, the red hadn't even happened yet. I was at a standstill. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> you're <laughs> like, yeah, thanks. I picked up on it. Like, <laughs> thanks, Google Maps. <laughs> but yeah, I don't recommend living downtown. Um, I go, especially when they did like the lockdown. Yeah. The bridges and all the going bridges up were up. Right and I was like, I can't get out. You're basically trapped. Get in. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like a shut in. Yeah, it was I like, was yeah. Like, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Like, even like my DoorDash order was like, sorry. Like, unable to complete. Yeah. It's yeah. on a boat in the river. I'm like, nothing's open the and bridge. they closed us off from like the yeah. mainland. It's kind of wild. Yeah. <laughs> That was a fun time. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? It feels like time, I'm Time out. flies when you're having a great time. <laughs> yeah. It literally feels like it's been five years since that. It has not been. Yeah. So I ended up spending a bunch of time in Lakeview. Yeah. What did you do um, like for most of your time in COVID? Um, so I was still making number six with cheese video. We literally didn't miss a day. Okay. So like because we could still go out and get – and we were supporting local restaurants. So mm-hmm. it kind of worked out well. We used to do – um, we film Monday to Friday, so we'd have um, you know a video come out every single weekday for six years. Jeez. So we didn't want to stop it, so we started filming a bunch on the same days. And instead of doing two fast foods, we shifted to doing two locals for the week. So we were supporting an extra local video, you know, local restaurant. That's cool. So we did. So I, my life didn't change as much as everybody else's because I was already working from home. I've been an entrepreneur, worked for myself for like five years before that, up to that point. So it was just weird having Allie, my fiance, home all the time for her full-time job because I kind of had the run. Like my home is my studio. You guys probably know that world of like you're filming there, you're editing there, you're doing everything there. And it was by myself all day, so I liked it. So my biggest thing was just like, oh, I have another person around all the time. Yeah. I was still running out and filming. I just didn't do comedy anymore. I didn't go to shows, you know, but I just filmed a bunch more. Like right now I'm doing a video on my personal channel every single day of the year for 2022. So I'm almost at six straight months of doing a food like vlog video. And so I started actually like, I was like, let me see if I could do like a pilot program of that. So April, 2020, I did a video every day of April. Um, and it was like stuff about my childhood, food, um, like workouts outside, like anything I could do to just make content. And I really loved it. So then for this year, I was like, I'm going to do what I did in COVID. So that kind of motivated me to be like, oh, with number six of cheese, I could also make a video every day for my channel and just kind of like double everything that I was doing. Yeah. Holy so, shit. Are you yeah. ever like, this is stupid, but I'm going to go through with it anyways. And yeah. Cause like, there's we'll days I'm like, happens. I'm so exhausted yeah. and I'm like, I don't want to film. I don't want to be on so much. I film everything. I have to edit it all. And like my style is very much not just turning the camera on and turning it off. It was like a lot of edits, music. And you know, I put all that into every video. So I more so just get burnt out of like, I don't want to be on camera and then also f- edit for two hours every mm-hmm. night. Especially like listening to yourself. Yeah. And I like, I've been doing that long enough where I've, I'm over the fact of how much I hate my face and voice on camera. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just, I look at it as like, that's a different person. Yeah. So I had like a little, I developed a character on my show that was like editing based Sean versus on camera Sean. And that they're like two different people and editing based Sean is so cynical about on camera Sean. Cause he's so happy. It's like the, it basically be like your Saturday night partying self and your Sunday morning self. Yeah. Like how much your Sunday self hates Saturday you. That's basically what an editing version of you is after you've just like on camera did a 47 minute raw clip and you're like, all right, turn this into an eight minute banger video. So yeah, I just, I get burnt out, but like, what else am I doing? Like, this is, you know what I mean? Like this was always a hobby and then now it's my income. So I was like, basically just having fun all the time and making money doing it. So I was like, I really can't complain. Like I don't have an office. I don't have a boss. I don't have, you know, so I just try to remind myself of that, of like, 
you created this dumb life for yourself. Yeah. Enjoy it, you know? Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. That's super But it's cool. exhausting. Well, I love your editing. Uh, like Thanks, Just man. like the quick cuts. And then like you had yeah. one where you were interviewing or you were doing the show and had a a cut in where you were at the Sox game. Mm -hmm. So I like a lot of that. So stuff. are you, uh, you lean more towards the Sox? So when I moved here, huge Tigers fan, because I grew up in Detroit. Mm -hmm. And when I moved here, I hated the White Sox because that's a big rivalry. But I got a job at the at Sox, and I was the video guy on camera and behind the camera for like two years for the Sox. So I fell in love with like the administrative side. Mm -hmm. And then when I would interview players and do stuff with like Abreu, and I got to do a big thing with Frank Thomas, and like you start to be like, man, these guys are like awesome guys. And it kind of made me look at sports way differently. It made it like humanize it a lot more for me. So I started to like, I love going to Sox games way more than Wrigley. I think the South Side is way more my roots of growing up in Detroit and like going down to Tiger Stadium with my dad and like, you know, having only 40 bucks and having to spend 10 of it on parking. We each got a hot dog. Like the, so the South Side feels way more like my upbringing. Where when I go to Wrigley, it feels like I'm at like a Nike conference or something. It feels, it's like a brand. I, and I love both for such different reasons. So like to answer your question, like, I don't like either team more than the other. I just don't hate them as much as I used to. Yeah. I like look at baseball as I'm so excited I get to live in a city where I can go to a Cubs game on a Monday and a Sox game on a Wednesday and two different complete experiences and like eat and drink and be an idiot and get on the train is incredible here. Like I just love the sport so much. And the Tigers suck so hard yeah, that it's say, like, yeah. I can't even be mad. Yeah. They're so bad. Like, they, like, they're back to their old badness again. I'm like, oh. They haven't been existent in like 20 years. It's no, the, it's when I was in college was the like Maglio Ordonez walk-off homer, okay. like to, to go to the World Series. They beat the A's and like, so they were really good when I was in college and like went to the World Series two or three times and then have just been, like after Verlander left, it was just a nightmare. So as a Tigers fan, I've kind of checked out and just become a fan of baseball. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just like that guy. That, I'm like Rob Lowe when he went to the NFL game and he wore the NFL Better hat. Not, That's how yeah. I feel like baseball. baseball. I mean, I've seen a chat with a baseball emoji on it. I'm that guy. <laughs> well, and it's like with, uh, so my dad grew up Sox fan. Yeah. But my mom's entire side is like Cubby Blue born That's and fun. raised. That's fun. So, but like my dad loves the Cubs. Like, you know, once he moved to Chicago, would go to Cubs games all the time. Yeah. And he kind of became more of a Cubs fan. Mm -hmm. um, but like, again, he's from Southside. So he would just take the train, go yeah. grab a hot dog, Absolutely. skip school, do the thing. And he, um, so one year they took me when I was like seven for my birthday to uh, a Sox game. And they mm -hmm. put my, you know, happy birthday, Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, that was cool, you know, like like a few years ago. I was like, that was cool, you know, all this stuff. Once I became an adult and I was like, both stadiums are nice, yeah. but. Yeah. And my mom was like, really? Because at the time, all you kept saying was, I'm not even a Sox fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like that, I identified so much with being a Cubs fan. That's funny because like you had that growing up where there was two teams, like our thing in Michigan was just Michigan, Michigan State football rivalry, you know, in basketball. Yeah. So like to see it on a professional level was so wild to me moving here. I was like. They get two MLB teams, yeah. both kind of loved for different reasons. And like the Cubs not winning a World Series for so long. And then I was like in the streets right outside the stadium when they won in 2016 and like filmed all that. And we have it on our channel and stuff. And I was like, that was so cool to be here for that. Like that was a nerd out moment. I was like, I don't even deserve to enjoy this. Like I didn't deal with this toil that all these people had to deal with forever. <laughs> I mean, it may happen once every hundred years. Mm -hmm. it, is, yeah. it is a historical moment. They're not, I'm a Cardinals they're not doing yeah. good. So anytime I just I went can... to the Cardinals Cubs game the other night. What, what night? The one. Sunday when they beat oh, okay. him in extras again, yeah. like two, two in a row. But. I went on, I went on Thursday. Oh, nice. Um, but no, like whenever people ask me, like, oh, like 
Cubs games or White Sox games. I'm like, well, it's all about the environment for me. Like at the White Sox stadium, you're more likely to see a fight, but at the Cubs stadium, you're more likely to see like a frat bro throw up in a trash can. Well, yeah, and which is so wild because I was saying that again to somebody recently. I was like, man, I feel like every time I go to the Sox, the Sox though, like you have to do so much to piss somebody off on the South side. Yeah. Wrigley people get so triggered so fast. That's true. The last two Cubs games I've gone to, I've seen someone get thrown out for fighting. <laughs> I was like, what is happening to the stadium? I think it's because they're so bad that people are more like amped, like amped yeah. up. They're like. I don't know. It's so weird. I've Bleachers, seeing, I'm guessing. No, behind the like home plate. Oh my god! Because oh, I wow. normally sit like third base side or first base side, like a little bit ways up. But like the view there is so gorgeous. I like the bleachers, but that's like if I'm going with a bunch of friends and we're getting wrecked in the beginning of the day. Yeah. But like a Thursday night game or a Sunday game with like my fiance, like we'll sit up there. But literally in our section, like I'm sh I'm assuming my buddy gave me the tickets, but I'm assuming like a hundred dollar seats. People are just fighting each other. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is, and it mean, wasn't even a Cardinals fan and a Cubs fan. It was two Cubs fans. That's the best part. I mean, after being like, you know, six feet and separated for so long, it's kind of good to see oh, people. Oh, yeah. Going six feet again. into someone's yeah. face. Yeah. yeah like, he's oh my probably God. sitting there going, oh, it's going to be another 108 years. He's like, we're going to come back. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I always say you could find someone uh, passed out drunk in the in the trough i'm like that's always oh like, still oh, love God. that still love peeing in a bathtub though oh, yeah that's great yeah. and like, i hope that okay, guys we're us. in this together i love that wrigley renovated and kept that yeah they were right. like well we don't want to and they i think they updated them i think they're newer I, troughs yeah they look like a new like chrome when i went yeah Man, where did i go <laughs> they're like let's <laughs> not add urinals let's add just new <laughs> just clean them just I do what we've been doing it. where did i i'm i'm trying to remember that like somewhere recently i went on a trip where i went to a game and it was the old school troughs that were like the bathtubs from the 50s with the ice in them and stuff. Oh, and every, all the whole line's nice like, let's see how many we can melt. Like, And that was like the group was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, <laughs> everyone's <laughs> holding their dicks. I'm like, yeah. what I was like, what? Where was I? Was I in Philly? <laughs> Probably. But it was somewhere I was like, this is wild camaraderie. Like I've never seen anything like, like this. It does sound like a Philly thing. Yeah. Um, speaking of baseball and food, mm -hmm. strictly environment based. Yeah. Is the best meal like a, bar, like a ballpark hot dog and beer? Like strictly environment? Like what can yeah. be Yeah, I think like you have, I think the Maxwell Street Polish with the grilled onions. Oh, yeah. Down south, like at the cell, at guaranteed rate, okay. with a beer is the best like two-handed thing you can do. Okay. Like I love that socks have like updated that food to a way where it's nicer than actual restaurants. You can get a Cuban sandwich that's amazing, like made by somebody who's an actual like Cuban immigrant to America who works for that stand. You can get like the you can get a pretzel in a pizza box with four dipping sauces. Like Wrigley doesn't Ooh, have that. No. Wrigley's food is an absolute travesty to baseball. Like I think that they had this thing where they don't want to update too much and they're afraid of like the old school Cubs fans being like, don't change what we know. Yeah, you know? we know losing and shitty food. <laughs> that bun better be stale as shit and that dog better be cold. And also Wrigley now, by the way, they have grab and go where you can just walk yeah. up like a fat, like in a jail, like you're like, oh, what do we got? And then you put it on this state of the art weighing machine mm -hmm. that goes, bing, Goose Island 312. Bing, Polish, $17. Socks is still like, what'd you get? Like, we'll ring it up, but the food's way better. It's so counterintuitive. Like, I've got, I've gone to five Cubs games this year already. The food has gotten somehow worse every single time. I keep thinking the hot dog's gonna get better, and it's like eating mushed garbage. And then you oh. go to the socks, and it's like, I've never had a bad piece of food. But I do still think Maxwell Street Polish, like, it's one of the best things about Chicago. The Chicago style hot dog needs to get subbed out for a Polish. Like, they need to stop touting the like celery salt and pickle yeah. and do the polish i think that's the best thing 
And then just like, you need to get like an old style. You need to get like a really crappy light beer. All right. We need to go to Stockstead. Like as much as I want to drink an 8% double IPA while watching baseball, I don't want it. You know, <laughs> you're that's right. great you have that, but. Well, that's the thing is like, so I'm, I love Miller Lite. Mm-hmm. Um, Miller Lite and, just and take Lime. that clip, by the way, and just use that. I oh, love I'm, Miller Lite. <laughs> like, but, just use that, please. But you can only get it at. At Socks, mm-hmm. you can't get it at because Bud they're Budweiser. Light, they're Budweiser, Bud Budweiser, and yeah. you can get Old Style. Yes, so that's where I drink Old Style mm-hmm. and Stella. <laughs> yeah, yeah but Old Style at uh, Wrigley's great. I love it. That's probably my favorite like light beer of choice, just because of the whole like Chicago handshake Malort thing. I'm like, I love that little dumb thing. So about are Chicago. you a big Malort guy? Yeah, this was literally said to me by the directing the director of marketing for CH Distillery that owns like uh, the only contact I want to have in this city is just the Malort brand rep. <laughs> That's my thing. Yeah. I love, like, I love the story behind it. It's obviously gross for like the best reason. I had such a good introduction of it. Like when I wanted to move here, I came up and interviewed for a job. Do you guys remember red eye that was mm-hmm. o- the tribune owned it? Yeah. So I was a video director for red eye when I moved here. That was like my gig. That's what got me here. And I was like, we did so much stuff with Malort where they would do swag. And then like I went to Redmond's my first ever time going and heck having a shot of Malort in the middle of the day, like a Thursday at 3 PM, like before a Cubs game. And I was like, this is the worst thing I've ever, like, how is that a thing? And just like fell in love with it. And now that they got acquired by a bigger brand and they're doing way more stuff like with the brand. I love it. Like, I just think, I think it's so Chicago. I just love that we have this like dirty swill trash water that you drink and you pay like $4 for. And they're like, don't chase it just yet. You got to let it sit. All right. Now take a sip of that old style. Like, I love that. It's so dumb. Like, I just, so yeah, I dig it. I have a bottle at my apartment all the time. I normally have airplane bottles in my bag that I'll like okay. bring out for people when I do stuff like this, but I probably drank them all because I'm a degenerate. <laughs> but love, would you guys like more? Yeah, I, I like it. Did describe, you like the culture of it or do you like the, like the, drink? I describe it as sweaty socks and pickle juice. Mm, yeah. Um, but like, I'll drink it. Like, it's, I mean, this is with any alcohol. The more you drink it, the more it's like, oh, it's not so bad. Oh, yeah. Um, but like after one, I'm like, okay. Well, it's, like, it's oh, kind of like mm. you can drink bird dog neat, but mm. like by the third one, you're like, this is good. <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> I think you're just numb to it. And yeah, it's like, like your yeah. taste buds are gone. Your tongue, you can't feel it. You're like, I like it. <laughs> I love that it like erupts a whole friend group into either like, no fucking way yeah. or kind of like, we're in it together. Like, I love that. <laughs> and like, as I'm now in my like, later 30s like getting there my friends who are always so gung-ho about it are now like you need to grow up <laughs> you know what i mean i'm like no what are we gonna drink and people i'm like and then they'll order around a fireball and i go that's right. better yeah, yeah, you right. want that's maple syrup <laughs> like i don't want to i don't want my shots to go down my throat like this yes hold on you feel hold it. on hold on hold on okay like literally no i want it in my stomach and metabolizing immediately no, that's yeah. true. I would I would take Malort over Fireball any day. Yeah, I that's the right choice. I got into so like we had done a few Malort shots on a couple different podcasts, mm-hmm. and then you know occasionally I would you know go out and be like, yeah, let's do it. But I didn't. I used to be like, you know, I'd hate myself after it. I'd be like, right. okay. But then uh, my girlfriend's family, her dad loves Malort. Oh, he because he, he goes the. It gets the party started. Absolutely. And it, I think it it's does. a different night after that. It, it kind of is like is. the like Sherpa into like, oh, we're going there yeah. and we're doing this. And that's the well, night. Because there's like, you know, I was like, oh, I had so much to count tonight. Or it's like, oh, right. I had way too much whiskey. It's like, oh, that was a Malort. Night. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like it changes the course of a Monday yeah. so much. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and I'll wake up hungover. But after Malort, I feel like I'm not nauseous. Like I won't wake mm-hmm. up nauseous and I feel like it settles my stomach. I never have any hangover after Malort. I don't know why. 
I, I'm also don't believe that there's actually alcohol in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a combination. Like they just, they paid someone off to get the 35% on the label. I don't know. I don't know if I buy that. That's yeah. true. I'm surprised we don't have a bottle in the house. I know. We gotta get one of those. This should be my new thing that I just always bring it to anything I do. And it's like, so that way if it was on your bar car, it'd be like, oh, yeah, Sean brought this. <laughs> yeah. Still full. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that label even crap? <laughs> you dicks. <laughs> uh, but if you read the label on it, it like you're like, oh, that doesn't sound bad. Yeah, liqueur sounds, yeah, you're sounds like, delightful. Liqueur? Yeah, you're like, it sounds refreshing. Yeah. And then it's the opposite, but it's uh, like it's like a botanical with like yeah, it's their flavor. copywriting should be given some sort of an award. Yeah, because <laughs> it's like really award sells or that shit. <laughs> yeah, and you have, have you it, and you're like, it, uh, had it chilled. Yes. Also, did you do you know they have um a uh, a spritzer with it now too? Ooh, Mars Brewing collabed with more, and it comes in a twelve ounce can, and it's like a summery grapefruity, almost like a Paloma, but instead of tequila in it, it's Malort. So it's got that kind of bite to it. But it's kind of refreshing, so your mind is just spinning. It's like, like so what is going on? Like literally, <laughs> like yeah. So they sell it. You can get it like at Benny's. It's what? like a six, four or six pack of. It's so deceiving because you're like, you want this spritzer? You know, as a guy, you're like, I don't drink. You know, remember like the old joke about like wine coolers? You know, yeah, but yeah, yeah. it's like a spritzer. It's so delicious, but it's like not good. And they sell them, and you can get it at CH Distillery, like at the bar. It's hilarious. So yeah, that chilled is kind of like weird. It messes with your that mind. Sounds insane. See, I I never used to like wine coolers, but I like the White Claws now. Yeah, seltzers are really taking over. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm like, oh, you don't want the High Noons are kind of kicking it now I over love, White Claw. Like High Noons are the best, but they're insane. Like the price comparison. Yeah, High Noons it's are like crazy. Thirty dollars. Ranch waters. Mm, I could drink thirty five ranch water. Ranch water before we did a bunch of like reviews of like ranch water seltzer. I like a regular ranch water, like made. Yeah. But when they try to can it, I think it's like a oh, bastardized. No, not so a can version. Have so you have done like alcohol reviews. Yeah, we do them every Friday. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah, so it's like, it'll be like a full lineup of um, a seltzer or beers or whatever. We like, our brew and review section of the show is always like a frozen food item and then like a new beer or a new drink or whatever. So we've had a lot. Of, we started doing full roundup of seltzers. So like when those were getting popular, yeah. we did every flavor of White Claw for a video, every Truly, every High Noon, um, you know, all the ranch waters. And like people, and we both don't really like seltzers. So the comedy comes from watching us like, try to say anything positive about it and then it just going very badly like being how, very how mean. many do you drink like how many do you just sip on one we normally like for the reviews if like a variety pack you know has like four flavors in it we basically just like you'll drink like half of each one kind of thing so okay. you're really only having like two okay. kind of thing um, but that'd sense. get out of hand <laughs> well it, yeah it'd be it'd be hilarious if like you know, today we're reviewing Malort, for example and it's just this whole bottle has yeah, to go it's like yeah two shots in halfway done with the bottle and then the bottle's empty. We had a like little tradition going for a while where at the end of every episode, we'd shotgun one of the seltzers. Oh, that's tough. I mean, and it's like putting Mentos in a Coke. Yeah. Like, yes. like in your whole throat, though. It's, it's and so people much loved it. It's so yeah. much spicier going down. I go, yeah, give me the spicy pineapple one. I'm going to shotgun <laughs> this. And like taking a butter knife and putting, because Corey would always be like, or he had me like a knife out of his knife block instead of like a key. He'd be like, here. I'm like, I don't like, this is not safe. Like, <laughs> Shotgunning seltzers is a different ballpark than just regular beers for sure. Oh my God. Yeah. It's like a bomb went off. It is. Especially in the stomach. Science. Yeah. Have you done the Sprite challenge yet? No. What's the Sprite challenge? Are you, are you big on TikTok at all? Not as much as I should be. So I definitely miss out on trends because of that. Cause I'm big YouTube. So 
so we did it, but it was like, uh, you know, just a 16 ounce or 12 ounce bottle. How many? Yeah, one of those. Yeah. And <laughs> you chug it and you try to do it without burping, like until you finish it. It's impossible. I, we it's both be. did it. Oh, you did? We, we both did it. Yeah. But then afterwards, we were like, boom. Oh, my yeah, God. It just came out of you. That's the thing about seltzers we always say is like you get full from like all the carbonation. So it's yeah. like hard to drink a lot of them. Um, so Corey and I still like very much light beer guys. Like whenever we do our live shows and stuff, we used to do them live like at the Annoyance Theater. And now we do them like on YouTube and stuff. We'll just go through like a 12 pack of old style like it's water because it's just you're so used to that carbonation. You give me a few White Claws and I'm like, I'm literally nursing that thing for yeah. like an hour. And they're like, Sean, it's getting kind of warm in your hand. I was like, <laughs> I don't like this. <laughs> who's, the, uh, who's the bar rescue guy? Shut it down. Oh, I can't think of his name. Uh, John Taffer. Thank you for your help. Um, Thank you for your help. I know. Shut it down. <laughs> Shut it down. Uh, he said that um, you can drink more drafts than cans and bottles because bottles have oh. more gas yeah. and like carbonation inside of them. So if you're trying, like if you're in an environment where you're just trying to drink as much as possible, yeah. always do drafts. But then he also said you can just pour a can or a bottle into a cup too. And, it gets and that'll, really that'll release oh, okay. the gas as that's well. Good. That's a good tip. So that's there a good you go. Tip. I, per, I, I prefer bottles. I love bottles. Like I go bottles, cans, drafts. I hundred percent agree. That is the ranking for me too. There's also something certain beers are completely different out of a bottle. Like if you drink a Corona out of a can instead of a bottle, you're a yeah. psychopath. Yes, agree. Yeah. And I, if you don't, I feel like if you don't put a lime on it, you're a psychopath. Yeah. If if it's available and you don't do it, that's weird. <laughs> yes. um, if it's not available, you're just living you're just off the land. Yeah, point. yeah. <laughs> you know what my white whale is? When I find it, I always buy it because I think they only sell it in six packs. So my light beer of choice in college, what everybody at Michigan State drank was Bush Light. Like that was our oh, beer God. pong bar Water. beer. And when you can find it in bottles, buy it. Oh, I don't know what they yeah. do to those beer in those <laughs> bottles. It is a, mwah, it's a delicacy. It um, really, but it, it's great out of cans, you know, because like, you know what you're drinking. It's nothing. But well, something like, about an old style it? too. Old style out of a bottle yeah. is, oh, perfect. So nice we, Tuesday night. We were talking about the Indy 500 before we started recording. And like his RV, he's like, yeah, we got 430 racks of bush light. And like for beer bonging and chugging, like you're not, you, trying, yeah, you, you're not going for taste. No. Well, yes, correct. Like certain, <laughs> so they serve a purpose. There's a beer for every occasion <laughs> and my beer bong beer of choice would be a bush light a hundred percent of the time. Well, here's another thing with a beer bong. Is it, do you do it cold or do you do it? Like, is it ice cold or do you like it a little bit? I like it in the middle. Okay. Which when it's offered to you, you don't get that choice. <laughs> no, it is yeah. what it is. Uh, and, and so you when you down. do it really cold though, sometimes it does go down. But then you feel like you like sucked off a snowman or something, like literally in your throat. Because I everyone's done that, right? Frosty. Uh, <laughs> Frosty, where'd you go? Only once a year. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like I remember in college when we'd have the beer bongs, like it was always like the beer was always way too cold. Or it was way too warm. Like at the end of the day, it was like yeah. it tastes like pennies. Yeah. You ever have that? Like bush yeah. light to me, warm bush light is like penny. Or maybe Bud Light's like pennies. No, I still I, I have think that. Coors is the one, but Coors tastes like pennies. Whether it's cold, warm, cold medium, warm, yeah, it doesn't matter the temperature. Yeah, nothing's changing it. I went to Golden, Colorado, and like actually went to oh, the brewery banquet. Yeah, and like got to have all the beer out of the tap from the. It really is a completely different beer. Either that or the placebo effect is so real. But like my fiance, who does not would ever drink a Coors Light, like now she was like, "This is like." literally God's tears. Like what is going on? I was like, God's tears. Um, but it was so different. I was like, it really was crazy. Like right out. Of, it's because it travels and sits in the cans. It like skunks. It really does. Yeah. And how many times does it really get hot and cold? And they like say it doesn't, but yeah. well, see, and I think the same thing, like 
this might be a hot take, but I think Guinness is trash. I do but, too. But I think Guinness from Ireland. Oh yeah, if you get it Dublin, it's not even yeah. it's a Dublin. Different you go Dublin. Um, it's a different. Beer. I think yeah, it'd be an absolutely different like world. Absolutely, that, like that. There's it's like one in Rome. It's just you know, I have a couple friends who have been there, like to add the actual like brewery. Yeah, and they were like, it is. Phenomenal. Oh, and the way they pour it. I mean, people here, the guy that yes. got a job at like Guthrie's doesn't know how to pour a Guinness. Right. You know what I mean? There isn't like, art to it. Literally. Right. But yeah. I don't get me wrong. I still thoroughly enjoy a Guinness like around here. I, I, I'll get a bottle. If somebody, if I'm with somebody, like you're getting a drink with somebody and they're like, I'm going to get a Guinness. I like to match the person I'm yeah. with a lot yeah. of the times. So I like, I'm pretty like easy to please. So I'm like, yeah, we're doing that together. You yeah. know what I mean? I don't need to get a hazy IPA right now. Let's both drink Guinnesses, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I think and like St. Patty's Day, like anything in March is always fun to like True. just do that. I like I love the situational stuff and like holidays. I mean, it's easy to get me like just ready for it. True. Like Chris around Christmas time, like I'll come out of my bed and do a shot of rum beans. <laughs> it's like brushing your teeth 15 times. Right. It's like the best breath you can have. And yeah, you're drinking Listerine. Yeah. <laughs> I had a night recently where have you guys ever been to Green Door Tavern in yes. River North by Mr. I Beef? Yes. Um, they have like a speakeasy downstairs, whatever. But they have the shot wheel still, which is hilarious because the people that go there are not like young, you know, 20 somethings. It's like established adults, people that have been in Chicago a long time, industry people, and for whatever reason they still have the wheel. And it I swear to God, nine times out of ten lands on Rumplemans. And everyone's <laughs> breath in that bar smells delicious. But I had a shot of it recently, and I was like, Rumplemans kind of hits. Thank I was like, you. I have not been having it's been a while. It was a big college thing. Yeah. It's like maybe my new thing going forward is I'm just gonna buy everyone shots of Rumplemans well, and, and wreck people. It's always served cold. Well, it I know. should be served cold. I don't think it even if it's warm, I think it stays cold. Like it, you know, it's sitting <laughs> yeah, temperature yeah. for some reason is like 44 degrees. I don't know why. Well, it's like um you just brush your teeth and like you drank something really cold. Like it yeah. makes your mouth freeze. Yeah. It's like frosty came in. Or having like, like an icebreaker's mint. Yes. You know what I mean? Like exactly. just takes your. Those yeah. things that you put on your tongue. Like, or, the yeah. Listerine strips. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> or, about in high cold. school, that was like, I'm going to get some of the dance tonight. And you throw <laughs> yeah. like a Listerine strip in. You're like, yeah. it's chemical melting on your throat. <laughs> right. <You're> like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then no girl would talk to you. You'd be like, cool though. But yeah. they're like, that guy's choking in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, Dylan? Yeah. Tongue's light blue. Yeah. No, I, so I could couldn't drink rumblements for a long time because I had it a bad experience in high school. Like someone had brought it to a party. Oh, everyone has that. And that I thing. was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Like it was like that UV blue and peach schnapps were like three Gosh. parties within my high school yep. time. And I was like, yeah, PTSD I'm for like, a I'm long never, time. I still won't drink UV blue or peach schnapps. I don't know if I've ever had UV blue. UV blue is. I see awesome. the bottles. I know what it looks like, but right. I've, I've seen the ads. No, it's blue. It's yeah, it's just blue vodka. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. blue raspberry vodka. But when you whoa, so blue raspberry vodka and the peach schnapps, that was the same night, and that's why I will not touch either of them. Yeah, yeah. For us, mine was Jaeger. I had a bad oh. high school night with Jaeger, and then pretty much for the next ten years, like if I even smelled it. And I was a bartender at um, the Arrogant Frog at Southport and Fullerton for a little while. I would do like Michigan State games and stuff and just kind of just slinging beers and shots. It wasn't really like I didn't know how to yeah. make much. Right. Um, but yeah, when people would order Jaeger, it was like kind of like, oh, God, <sighs> like I was make like, your lip it, quiver. it brings you right back. Yeah. Like up to that floor that my friend's basement floor that I woke up on. And when I was 17, I was <laughs> that's like, just, that's, <laughs> that's literally what happened to me. I had in high school, uh, I went to a very small like farm high school. Mm -hmm. All my friends dipped. Oh yeah, like, you need to dip. You need to dip. Yep. So I threw one in. Didn't like it. Swallowed it. Don't do that. <laughs> no, do then, not do that. Uh, followed it. Just picking up a fireball and just chugging it. Oh, 
Um, that night I slept with the toilet and pooped my pants. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if that night wouldn't have ended that way, I'd be concerned for you. I'd be like, you need to start doing some challenges or yeah, something. Exactly. Oh my God. Yeah. The dipping thing. Like, cause I went to like an all guys Catholic high school, like good football team, like all that. And so it was like, everybody was just out trying to like out bro each other. And right. it was always like people chewing red man. Like that was a big oh, thing. Like gosh. who can do the red? I was like, yes. if I literally threw in any, like even like winter green school, whatever, like the mm -hmm. easiest stuff I was like buzzing out of my mind. Like I could do a gas mask of weed and feel better than if I dipped for five minutes. I don't know what it is about right, my yeah. <laughs> mind and body, but no. man, it wrecks me. I, I, I dipped until I was about eight. I dipped for like a year when I was in Wyoming, but like I just literally did it to go to sleep. Like yeah, it does mellow you a lot. I, yeah. I did a couple, like I've done pouches before mm -hmm. where that, and then they have just the nicotine pouches or whatever they are. Where yeah, it's not I, even, I use those. It doesn't even yeah, have, I like that. Up. That's a little more chill. And I don't, I don't do that a lot, but like, you know, same thing if somebody I'm with is like into that and they're like, you want one? I traditionally just don't turn things down. I've realized like, I'm not, cause I never want to be the guy that's like, no, I'm good. Like, I don't think I've ever said, no, I'm good. Yes. And yeah, it's a very, it it's just improv, literally right? circles back. Improv teaches you. Yeah. It's like, okay, I guess we're going here. Yeah, I never had to learn that. That was just my lifestyle. Hey, get in the car. I definitely, <laughs> okay. I definitely also have that issue. The other day, I had literally you from do. from Indy to I bought twenty cigars for Indy, mm -hmm. but then I flew to Florida um, afterwards for like five days. Mm -hmm. And between Indy and Florida, I smoked all of them. Well, I also feel like wow. Florida Florida was just like a last minute yes decision too. Yeah, that was just like yeah, right. I was just like Spare yeah, the sure, moment. yeah. And um, then they. We went, so I did that. We got back from Florida, and my girlfriend's dad was like, hey, do you want to smoke a cigar? And I was like, yeah, sure. And he goes, really? Because he was there smoking them with me. So he's yeah. like, uh, he's like, seriously, you want one? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, cool. So he goes and grabs them. And uh, my girlfriend was like, he doesn't say no. He's yeah. never going to say yeah. no. Like, Especially like a girlfriend's dad. Like yeah, a lot, certain people, you're, I just wouldn't in general, but also I'm like, oh, well, that's a fun time. Like that's yeah. good. Just like, that's good bonding. Yeah. And I'd rather do that than not do that. Yeah. I, I, I was that way with cigarettes too. Like never really smoked cigarettes, but like if I was, I was a social where if somebody was like, Hey, you want to go have a cigarette? I was always like, Yes, that sounds like fun. You know what I mean? I was like little of me like, well, how do you do this now? You have to cut it. They're like, no, that's cigars, you idiot. <laughs> but uh, and then, you know, you know, the ones where you'd have to like crack them like oh, little that, pop ones. Yeah. I get really. I was like, that's cool. <laughs> and then I remember on my like 19th birthday, I like bought a pack of cigarettes. Didn't I don't think I ever finished the pack. Like really? it was not something I could do by myself. It was always like if I've had some drinks and hanging out with friends and someone's going to have a cigarette or if like a really cute girl I was into was like gonna go have a cigarette instantly i was a smoker like you know yeah. the things you'll just take on to be like around people like yeah. for that oh my god yeah but I, I don't think i've had a cigarette in a while but like when i do oh it's so nice you're for, just a social for, butterfly for yeah most parties i would go to like ever i would always buy a pack of cigarettes because someone is always like hey do you have a cigarette yeah or, or, or a light a or whatever yeah. yeah i know that's actually smart like that's and very then, smart and i'd be like yeah i have them and yeah. they're like do you smoke i'm like mm -mm. like <laughs> yeah no <laughs> just a fan of the brand I like <laughs> yeah so i like I, the little camel on the pad and i would make it a point to like get rid of all of my cigarettes by the end of the night like i would just be like and i would have them with people yeah and stuff, but yeah I'm like who else wants one you know and like yeah. I, like no one else does it. Everyone's always like, oh, I got a cigarette. So. Yeah. It was like working in like the nightlife thing for a little while too and doing bartending was like everybody was had something they did. So it was like when it was cigarettes, it was like the tamest thing. So it was like nice to like go out back and have a cigarette and like go back in and like you kind of had each other's back because you had that moment. There's like a lot of those little nuances that I kind of liked about that. Yeah. I was like, that's cool. But I don't think I don't think I've ever bought more than one pack myself. 
I never like behind the counter at a Walgreens was like, I'll take, um, <laughs> what is that? Like, and I wouldn't even know what to get. <laughs> Just picking up like what's on sale. Is that a thing? <laughs> I still never smoked a cigarette. Never, ever? Never. Hmm. Maybe one day. It's probably a good thing. Yeah, I think you're, I think, like, I think you're, you're better a, off yeah. not doing it. <laughs> yeah. I'll it's not it something, and it's, we've also proven that it's like the macho coolness thing. It's not 1968 anymore where yeah, it's like, true. what do you mean you haven't had a cigarette? Yeah. Like, no, yeah, that's the right <laughs> thing to do. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if I was like a Peaky Blinder, you know, I'd smoke a couple. Yeah. yeah. And marijuana is so accessible now, it's ridiculous. It's easier to buy pot now than it is cigarettes, I feel like. Yeah. There's well, more dispensaries still, per... It still feels like it's more expensive to buy cigarettes than it is to buy weed. Yeah. It's like weed, you're like, this is a round, like it's taxed now. But right. It's like what's a what, carton of cigarettes and what's like a, a quarter? A carton of cigarettes in <laughs> Illinois is probably close to 100. See, that's insane to me. What is, what's in a carton? 10 packs? 12 packs? Eight? I have no idea. I have no I idea. Have, I have no <laughs> idea. Sound like such a loser. Uh, how about eight? <laughs> I don't know how many packs come in. All I know is that there's 18 cigarettes in a pack. Okay. That's the only thing I know. I'm learning. Um, I want to, I have a couple more food thoughts. Let's do it. Um. Right. Are you good on time? Yeah, I'm okay. good. Whatever you guys need. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. I'm not going to say <laughs> no. I don't already like the way you said that. <laughs> on his behalf, I'm like, um, whatever you want. Uh, pizza. Apples. Oh, I thought we were playing it. <laughs> um, like favorite pizza? Um, I'm or just a big like pizza guy. Okay. So What's just... your favorite style of pizza? Tavern. Jack's Frozen. Okay, pizza. so you like yeah. just traditional Chicago tavern style. That's like the nostalgia with that of people here is so crazy to me because. That's not a good answer. <laughs> no, like Chicago Tavern style pizza to me, there's only like three places that do it well. Who? That Go. it's no. Vito Nex, obviously, okay. is fantastic. Um, I just had it from, uh, was it uh, Nancy's? You've ever heard Nancy's mm -hmm. Thin Crust? I was blown away by that. That was very good. And then I really like Aurelio's. Okay. I love it. Um, but I also have to say, I'm not like from here, so I haven't had them all. Like I've only had the ones I've had where I'm like, oh, those are good. So many of them, like Diagostino is a place like places that are just like a bar that serves pizza where people are like, but it's so good. Like to me, that's just the nostalgia factor baked into it. Um, like because like thin crust pizza, like New York style thin crust is like so much better to me than tavern style. Okay. Because of like the eating experience. Like I don't know. I hate the square cut thing. Like you're picking up like pieces with no crust and you're just like your hands. I just don't get it. Like it doesn't make See, any sense I, to me. I... Love it, and it's my number one because I can eat an entire one and not feel bad because the slices are so small. Yeah, so it's a mind trick for myself. It is a mind trick. I like, like that part of it. I can, yeah, I can eat an entire pizza and be like, no, it's nothing, you know? Right. I do like, so I like Chicago Tavern style, but I prefer the triangle cut. So I'm always mm -hmm. torn. Kiss ass. Uh, no, because I <laughs> don't. Like, I, I don't like New York style as much as I like. Chicago. Like, oh, okay. Just because I'm more of a sauce. I like more sauce. For sure. That makes sense. Then. So it's that like the sense. sauce. It's like if the only other thing is the cut, like yeah. I'm like, I can just get the Chicago style. Right. The triangles. I grew up in Detroit. So Detroit style pizza was like, it's getting bigger now nationally, but like, that's what I ate growing up. Like my local pizza place served the like square sauce on top. Or like, so when I went out of Michigan, people were like, what do you do to pizza? Why? You know yeah. what I mean? And they're like, it's like Chicago style. I'm like, no, it's not like, it's not deep dish. Um, so I loved that. But like when I went to New York and, you know, traveled a bunch, I was like the Jersey kind of New York style pizza to me was like, I love the slice aspect. I wish that was more of a thing in Chicago. I agree. Because there's so many times where pizza is kind of expensive here. Even tavern style sometimes is like 26, 27 bucks for like your own kind of pizza. Mm -hmm. If you, I was getting it with having some beers at home or something where like 
I like that you could go to a place, get a big ass slice for five bucks. Like I sometimes I want that. I don't want the box in my apartment. I don't want to be tempted the next day. I'm like, if I'm eating like crap tonight, I don't want to wake up tomorrow and be like, you're, this was supposed to be just a tonight thing. Then I feel bad about not eating leftovers. Mm -hmm. So that's also a mind thing where I wish Chicago had more of the slice mentality. Do you reheat your pizza? I do the air fryer thing. Oh, I'm one of those I, suckers that loves air fryer. Air fryer is great, but I still love cold pizza. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, cold absolutely. pizza is great. Absolutely. Like Aurelio's cold pizza. It was fantastic because they do that thing with the crust, and I don't know it's, how they. Do I don't it. know how they do it, but it's great. And cold pizza is awesome. I'll never. People that don't like that really hate that. If you notice that Corey, my buddy from the show, is so anti cold pizza, like stuff that is supposed to be hot that's now cold, like freaks him out. Really? And I was like, oh, there are people like that that like do not like cold food that was hot once. It's where I, I don't mind it. There's something about yeah. it. It's I like mean, being hungover, watching a movie on a Sunday and eating like cold pizza is like really nice. I yeah. agree. I agree. Um, Side Street Saloon is a cool. Oh, I've never been to Side um, Street Saloon. Very underrated neighborhood bar, tavern style pizza. Where's that? Literally like three blocks down. Yeah. Like, Very yeah. Side far. Street Saloon. I'm literally <laughs> marking it now. It's so uh, I don't forget. And it's then not far. have you had Pat's pizza? That's on our short list now to get for the number six with cheese. Pat's is fine. I think side street's better. Okay. I, yeah. Because I've I like, heard Pat's is fantastic. I like Pat's because it's close. It's literally. Yeah, oh my God. This close. is literally right a Georgian green. It's Greenview. actually like I've given up. Like I've been on my way to lose and given up because I crossed. I like passed Pat's and I was like, never mind. I'm just going to put it. Mm, right okay. Pat's, have you had a pizza cereal? I don't think that one's so. New York. I that pizza Serio is New York style, and they have a sweet heat pizza. Okay. It's, no, I don't think I've had it's that. It's like pepperoni, banana peppers with honey glaze on it. Oh, wow. It's fucking incredible. Yeah, that sounds incredible. No, I don't think I've had that. Tyler, what's the other pizza place that you and Claire got? Peace yes. Love Peace. That place yeah, is good as fuck. Love talk. Peace. Did the hot dog pizza there. Which hot, hot dog, dog Hot pizza. dog Yeah, so he um, partnered with them and also Bro Bagel next door. And he has a hot dog like bagel sandwich there and then a hot dog pizza at Peace. And it's like that atomic sausage if you like spicier. Yeah. It's not too bad, but it was, that was really good. We did that for number six of cheese and loved it. That's like New Haven style, right? Technically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, are we still talking about pizza? Because I, I mean, I can talk about that. pizza all day. Yeah, I know you could. So that's why I was like. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite frozen pizza? Um, the Screaming Sicilian Holy Pepperoni from Milwaukee. You can get it here, obviously, but okay, Screaming Sicilian Holy Pepperoni. It's like, you know how they rank in price? I don't know if you even know this. In the frozen food aisle, traditionally, it goes least expensive to most expensive, like down the aisle. Oh, I didn't okay. know that. Screaming Sicilian is like on the more expensive side, but when you make it the right way, like it, you would think it's not frozen. That's why I like it. And they're owned by Palermo's, mm. uh, so big company, but they're in Milwaukee. And Corey and I actually got to go to the um, where they make the pizzas, like on the assembly line and watch that. That was trippy to watch that. All those pizzas being made for all over the country. But the holy pepperoni, that's what I always tell people to get. That's the best holy pepperoni. circle pizza. See, he's a Jack's pizza guy. Mm -hmm. The four for 10. Growing up, we get four of them. For, my mom still will like zhuzh up a Jack's pizza oh, when I yeah. come home. She's like, puts it out mm. like it's pa like past pizza. I have five in the freezer right now. <laughs> yeah. There's something so beautiful about the like cheap, just frozen circle pizza that those stack really well because mm -hmm. they're so thin. Mm -hmm. um, somebody actually donated my vlog for to show what I do to a frozen pizza to like zhuzh it up. Ooh, like if I do you, that you get a $3 pizza. Okay. What do you do? What do you put on yours? Um, on, to, be, to be honest with you, it depends on what's in the fridge. So let's um, say you just had like a plain cheese or just a cheese and pepperoni, like $3 jacks, like the cheapest it is. Okay. Um, and you want to like make it better. 
Um, like, do you add more cheese? Do you add more toppings? Yeah. You- so if I have any kind of shredded cheese in the fridge, it goes on top. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a big pepper jack guy. Yep. So same. I like throwing pepper jack on pizza. Mm-hmm. So I'll shred that. Um, I'll add some spices to it. Like I'll add um, some oregano. Yep. Pepper. Um, maybe a little cayenne if I want some heat. Uh, but then when it comes out, I always put Parmesan on it. Yeah. Um, we have like 35,000 hot sauce bottles downstairs yeah. that I'll, I'll mix. Yeah. Um, but like, and then meat, like if I have ground turkey in the fridge, mm-hmm. I'll throw some ground turkey in there. Yeah. Same with ground beef. Right. Chicken. Like, I'll. You I'll go all it. out. Yes. Yeah. That's how I am too. I do it all. Yeah. If I'm home and I'm, I'm like, I'm not. No I'm one's doing, watching. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, I just go for it. I'm like, this is, I should have ordered probably something, but this is a project now. <laughs> yep. See, yeah. I'm a home run in guy. Yeah. That's my fiance's favorite. But she it's loves her It's a nostalgia thing. The butter was, crust too, yeah. right? The, there's something about it. Yeah. It's like the same thing. Like why I'm such a big fan of Lou Malnati's. Like mm-hmm. I grew up eating both of those, you know? So like, yeah. that's like, so that's like mainly the nostalgia factor. Right. Um, and then, but I don't really judge it up at all. Yeah. Home run in, you don't really need to because it's like, it's, it's done a certain way where the Jack's ones are like kind of meant to be. Yeah. You either woof that whole thing down and don't over your sink or, or <laughs> yeah. you go you for like it. Fold it. Yeah. Um, I, I, we've all eaten some slices over the sink for sure. Oh, We're not oh, without that. Yeah. You have a pizza stone, I'm guessing. I did have one for a while and kind of didn't see that much of a difference with it. Really? So I started like baking pizzas regular in the oven and then finishing them in the air fryer. Ooh. Oh my! If how I big have is your time. air fryer? Would you say ours one? How big? Is oh, your air I fryer? cut. <laughs> yeah, no, I guess <laughs> okay. I should I give like, you all the directions. I will bake it, and then when it's like basically done, I'll cut the pizza like into fourths, and okay. then I'll throw two pieces in, and like it'll be air frying, and then I'll take those out and eat those, and then put the other. So it'll be like it's a Got like you. an assembly line Damn, of okay. fatness of what you, I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I um I'll use a pizza stone. I'll like get that pizza to like 250 and mm-hmm. then I'll put the pizza on. Yeah. And then when the pizza is about done, I broil it. For like oh, nice. And yeah. Because the top gets like nice and crispy. Yeah. That's, so that's what I do. Cause I didn't even think to like cut it up before I put it in. It's a lot. Like it's, it's a lot of work to do that. It'd be better just to broil it. Trust <laughs> yeah. me. That's a better idea. Cause like, I mean, so with the pizza stone, I noticed the bottom gets crispier, but the mm-hmm. top, I mean, still, I like to do the broiler thing as well. Yeah. Just, that's a great idea. Just finish it off the cheese. That. I'm going to, that's going to be the next time I do it. Well, to be <laughs> honest with you, I didn't know what the fuck broil meant. So, like I had one in there. I was like, let's see what What's happens. this setting do? And then the cheese just started like popping Oozing, and turning yeah. brown. I was like, yes, it's working. That's a good yeah. idea. Whatever this is. All yeah. right. Um, best pizza in the city is? Um, I think my favorite, if I had to pick one. I if you guys oh, man, I <laughs> well, I am curious because you know about Detroit style, so what you think of Pequods too. I like Pequods a lot. I it's just such its own thing to me. Okay. It's I, so massive and heavy and like they put so much on it. Like I do love it. I ran the Chicago Marathon like years ago, and my one of my best friends, her family took us all out for like post race, and we we literally all ate our own large. Yeah. Like so, it was like I had this fun nostalgia for that of that moment, and I loved it. Um, have you ever had coal fire? No. I really like like wood fired Neapolitan style. Okay. They do it really well. There's one in lakeview and there's one in west town the original i think is in west town kind of not too far from united center i love that but then fat chris's yes is detroit style but they also have regular i i think it's one of the most underrated pizza places in the entire city like nobody talks about it and they're very detroit themed but i love it i just every time i get it it's not too heavy for detroit style they got this weird hybrid thing they do so i tell people if they're ever getting delivery and they like they're up here somewhere to get fat Chris's and try it. I really it's, dig it. I I think it blows. No offense to Jets, 
but for like Detroit style. Yeah, because it's, it it's more Jets real Detroit water. style pizza yeah. where Jets is kind of not because they don't put the sauce on top. Jets is kind of right. It's own thing. And it definitely like it is like my delivery go to if I want something. That's like good that you know about. I feel like nobody knows about that place but me and Corey. No, I fa- love that. Fa- and then have you ever had five squared pizza where they deliver it only on Fridays and Saturdays? No. It's like you DM them on Instagram and you look at their menu and what you want. You pay through Venmo. And on Friday, between like four and seven, either Friday or Saturday, the owner literally brings it to your house. We'll text you, hey, I'm outside. And it's Detroit style pizza. And they, but they have like um, Stromboli's now and like they made house made ranch. They have their own oh desserts. So if you ever want to try something fun for a Friday, Saturday, five squared pizza, it's you get to, you get a four slices and you can pick what each one is. So I'm oh. a big, like, I like to try a bunch of different stuff. So the five squared thing is they're five five by five inches. So you get four different slices for twenty bucks. So I was like, that's a fun little yeah. hack that nobody knows about too. That's super cool. Yeah, and the fact that the owner just brings it to you off of Venmo, it's yeah, great. That is it's great. awesome. And they're always on all the lists of like best pizza that nobody knows about and stuff like that. But five yeah. squared pizza. Five squared pizza. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so if you had to pick a place in Chicagoland area, like. You only can eat that for the like next year. Are we talking pizza still? No, this is any cool. restaurant. Any restaurant. Hold that, on, which like what pizza place would you bring to your friends? Like if you have someone coming out of town, where do you take them for pizza? Um, and this will be the we like never go to pizza places. That's what's okay. so funny. I never really bring people like if they come into town, we don't ever go out. So I used to always tell people Labriola downtown, which I think's the You're best. Yeah, yeah, which I think's like one of the best. They have everything now. They have. Artisan style, thin crust, skinny deep, which is like a deep dish, but like take an inch off of it for the people that are scared of the whole thing and the big one. And they're like downtown. So it's like you can get the experience of the Mag Mile and but you're in this like little like Italian place that like is good with tourists, but also so I always tell people that's like a fun place to go if they want the full experience of like downtown Chicago. Okay. You know, Um, but yeah, I mean, Pequod's would probably be – if I was going to an actual sit-down restaurant and somebody's like, I want deep dish pizza from yeah. Chicago, I'd probably go to Pequod's. Okay. Um, but if I – but favorite restaurant, like I can only eat at one place for the rest of like living here? Yeah. That's such a good oh, question. Oh, just for a year. For a year. But okay. still pretty much no, pretty hurting. Because it's, it's <laughs> such a good question because you need to think about the vastness of the menu. It can't yeah. just do one thing. It's got to do everything well. It's and range. it can't be too expensive because you can't just do a place that you'd right. always be – like just get shelling out every single time. Okay, have you ever been to Nona's no. in the West Loop? No, no, they're I owned by <laughs> they're owned by Fermentos. It's right at the corner of like Randolph and like Green, maybe or something like that, or a couple over. Um, it's like a small run Italian place, but they have like meatball sandwiches, chicken parm, slices, both New York and Detroit style slices, um, like eggplant parm, and then like sh- cheaper sandwiches to go. Nona's I think is my favorite restaurant in the city. And I think you, I could probably get away with like, if I could only go to one place there and they deliver on all the apps really f- quick. So I go to oh. Nona's. I love telling people about that place. Nona's is so good. And Corey and I just reviewed it, the pizza for number six with cheese. Cause I'd always gotten sandwiches and the pizza was flawless, like the Detroit style. So yeah, I go Nona's and I think people should all try that. Speaking of sandwiches, have you tried Chiba Hut? Yes. Underwhelmed. Oh, we're underwhelmed. Which is, I know the Are not. You a, high? The, no, <laughs> they're, they're we did it for the show, and I was like, I heard I had a buddy that was like, I love Chiba Hut, like I love like the toasted sandwiches concept. Like mm-hmm. I was just kind of like, this is there was not enough that stood out to me about it that made it like its own thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was like a step up from Quiznos to me, but it could have just been the one I got, 
and the day, you know, that's what happens sometimes. Do you like, remember which sandwich you got? I got, so the guy was, I, I always say like, what's the most popular thing that I should get? And it was like the Cali mist or Cali uh, something. I haven't had that one. So I think it's just like the traditional, like turkey, bacon, avocado, to, like all oh. of all that stuff. And I think Corey got the meatball sub and we were both just kind of, it's good. Not Did great. you go to the one um, on Sheffield? Like right by Wrigley? Yes. We went to that so one. So have you been to right kind of across the street from that place? So there's that Al's Beef and then you keep going down Sheffield. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Boulevard and Lincoln. No, I've never been there. It's the I don't. Cowboy? What kind of like food oh, place is it though? Greek? It's no Venezuelan. Venezuelan. Oh, I Listen love Venezuelan food. Venezuelan. <laughs> you go there and you order the cowboy. It's New York strip steak, guacamole, some kind of like tomato and onion, and it's in in arepa. Yeah, arepa. Yeah, arepa. Yeah, best sandwich I've had in the city. Damn, I love arepa. Okay, so that's great it's, because. It's I did fun. not know that place was good or really like, yeah, I haven't heard people talk about it. You just drive by it all the time. I'm like, what the fuck is that place? And then right. there's also like a sci-fi pizzeria sign, mm. but it's not a pizzeria. I found that out. And that's how, how I actually fell into the cowboy. Cause I was like, all right, like what do you guys have? Right. Repos. And I was like, okay, what's the best one? He's like the cowboy. And I was like, oh. damn. Okay. That's going on like the short list too for number six. And then cheese. if you order fries, it's like this giant. The fries are, yeah. Very <laughs> and good. you can get it to go and everything. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, I've actually never eaten. They'll there. write your name on the bag with a smiley face. Yeah, they do that. That's the way to do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I also always feel really nice when they give you the have a nice day plastic bag, like Chinese restaurants that do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Something about it that's just so like universal throughout the country that I love. Like somebody's making those and selling them to every single restaurant <laughs> in the world. It's so great. Ha- have you had any other Pombazos other than the one from- at ha- Habanero? Yeah. No. Okay. Still the only one. Okay. And I can't wait to have more of those. I because I do the daily thing now with all those like people pick what I eat. I can't remember the last time I've like gone to a place out of my own volition and been like, oh, I'm going to get another thing I like. Like yeah. somebody will be like, somebody just, there's other places like Takalotan. It's at like Fullerton and way West. Two different people donated for that. And there's like one per- person wants me to get the, like the Mole's like enchilada dinner. The other person wants me to get the quesabiria with like the birria ramen. So I like get to try these crazy things. And I'm like, I just want to go around and eat Pombazo sandwiches yeah. because did not know that was a thing. I have told you, I told so many people like, Go get that. If you see that on a menu, order that. Yeah. It's wild. Like chili soaked bread. That's like its own thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, like central food from Latin America is so much better than, than what we've got going <laughs> on, dude. I could, I, I think that's right now my cuisine. If I could only pick one cuisine, it'd be like Latin American food. Same. Like just anything from Central America, whatever. Oh my God. It's so well, good. Well, the first week that we lived here, like I couldn't like I, we were unpacking we were doing stuff right. so i would take little breaks and i would just walk through the alley and go i would get a burrito or a taco or something right you were living at that place i was living they knew at by name the second day yeah they were like <laughs> like i went i i took my girlfriend there for the first time we both walked in because yeah. usually i just go pick it up and i t- and she, like we were both walking out and they go see you tomorrow and I was like, that's great. Probably. That's great. I was like, okay. That's, that's like, good marketing you. on them too, to be like, if we tell him to come back, that we want right. him, he will. And he will. He will arrive. Yeah. 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 And we had the whole thing where I don't like to turn down people. Yes. Right. So, <laughs> We're very I'm simple. like, all right, I guess I'm coming back tomorrow. Yeah, I got to. I don't want to let him down. But I haven't had the Pombazo yet. And I saw that to. video and I, I was like, I need to get that. And I have a friend uh, who's Mexican and he goes, he goes, you've never had one? I know. And I was like, no. And he was like, he, he used to, his mom used to make them. So yeah. he's got like a whole nostalgia thing behind it. And he's like, let's go to that place because he watched it with me. Yeah. And it was, I need to go get that. So It was incredible. I feel like there's some like food that like 
my friends, like my friends from Mexico and stuff like that, I go, you guys have withheld food from white people for good reason. Because they're like, yeah, you guys are so obsessed with the goddamn tacos and burritos. That's all you talk about. He's like, we got a whole bunch of other stuff. And then I was like, all right, what's good? You know what I mean? Like, and literally like all my friends who are of any descent outside of like from the Southern part of the United States, they're like, I don't ever order a taco, a burrito, a quesadilla. He's like, no, here's what you get. And Pombazos were always on there. And I was like, I swear to God, I've never even heard anybody talk about it. Oh my God. Is is there a certain way that you ordered it or? No, I think it was just like, they always tell me to get like extra hot sauce or whatever, because they know I like that. But no, it was just like with, it was a steak sandwich, right? So however it was on the menu, I think is how I ordered it. And they like messaged me on Instagram. Like we saw that video. Like we remember you coming in. That's so cool. And I was like, that's really neat. When the restaurants reach out and they're like, thank you, because this is a tough grind out here doing this. Yeah, that is cool. So speaking of hot sauce, Mm -hmm. what do you have like a top five hot sauces? Yeah. So um, I've like been making a video every year of like top five and they always do so well. Like people love that. Like I always think like, oh, I'm just some other guy that likes hot sauce. Like everybody talks about it. Um, My favorite hot sauce right now um, is double takes double take hot sauce. It's a scotch bonnet mustard. You guys like mustard? Oh, like yeah. this is like a half hot sauce, half mustard. It's from Minneapolis, um, but you can order it online. Double take. That's my favorite. And then Sauce Bay. Um, he's a, from Jersey. Awesome guy. He's got a hotter and a regular. Um, it's like a yellow sauce with like turmeric and stuff in it, but it's really good on like breakfast foods. I love that. It's one of my favorites. Um, lucky dog hot sauce, which is out in like Oakland area in California. He makes a ton of stuff. His stuff's been on hot ones a bunch of times. Mm. Um, lucky dog hot sauce, literally any of his stuff, but he's got one called Chrome. That's really good. Um, so that's my favorite of his. And then Hoff, which is in Chattanooga, Tennessee, small batch guy started really small with his wife. Now he's like the biggest hot sauce distributor like in Tennessee. Beard? Beard. Yeah. Yep. Oh, Andrew I actually Hoff. just got a bottle of that. Uh, yeah. My buddy lives in Pennsylvania. He bought it for my birthday. He was like, "Do you know which one you got?" Was like the regular. It was like the yeah, the original, the okay. black label. I like the smoke and ghost because I like oh. a, I need like a little more heat because a lot of those sauces now like do nothing to me because of doing this for so many years yeah. that I'm like just literally numb. So I love that. And then of course our hot sauce, hotter sixer sauce for number six with cheese. <laughs> I haven't had that yet. But I know. I we literally are. I normally also bring that for people that I whoever have like seen the show. We literally have purchased the recipe from the chef that made it and we're sending it all to um, our shipping facility. So we'll own it all. So like, we'll be able to send bottles to people like just off the computer and everything. So we're out of it right now. That's how much we use it for the show. Yeah. But I like no bullshit. We made a sauce that was what we wanted that didn't exist where it's got like, it's good for fast food. It's hot and got a little sweetness with honey. It's kind of got like a mustardy ketchupiness to it. So it's great for fries, but also on burgers. So like, you know, people always make something that because they can't find the thing that they want, right? It's like a lot of companies start. We did that with our sauce and I straight up use the hotter version of it every day. That's why I don't have any more. They use it for every meal. Corey's like, stop using all the sauce, but you got to pay for that. I'm like, sorry, sorry, sorry. So I also got a different one and you have a similar one, that honey habanero one Mm -hmm. in the fridge on this Gindo's. Yeah. Gindo's is really popular right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Then I got a different one. Another, there was uh, my buddy from Pennsylvania sent Mm -hmm. uh, the Hoff and and then this one. I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it was like a honey hot sauce yeah. and that one was really good on like pizza. Yeah. Honey, if you like the sweet on like slices, it's great. I, that's like what people get me for birthday. Like the amount of people that come to my apartment, they're like, I got, I was in this 
random town in Florida and I got you this hot sauce. Like the amount of hot sauce that I have and have had to give, an, give away because I live in like a 700 square foot apartment in Chicago. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I can't be that guy that's like opens a door and is like, look at all this cellar <laughs> worth it. There's candles yeah. lit. Yeah, I'm like getting rid of clothes to like keep all my hot sauces. Like that's not okay. It's like, You're like well, the, this drawer used to hold underwear. Yeah. And so it's, like people in New York will use their ovens for like storage for like clothes and pillows and stuff. Yeah. Like I was like, I don't want to get to that level of psycho <laughs> psychopath. We're well, getting there. Um, yeah. And then have you had Shaquanda's hot sauce? Yeah. Love that. That mm, is so, so good. good. Yeah. I, again, that's another thing. Girlfriend's family was yeah. like, hey, have you had this? And I put it on pizza and it's just like a better Tabasco. It's, it's really good. Yeah. I think I, it was on Hot Ones and Corey and I used to do like the Hot Ones lineups yeah. sauces like for videos. And, expensive. Yeah. And so we got, I think, a lineup of those and that was in it. And that was one of the standouts. I remember that being really good. Their variety pack on Amazon. I, uh, the uh does the spicier smoke one i think is my favorite Ooh, it has yeah. more heat and it's got a little smoky finish i think i just had whatever like the traditional mild one was it, it was literally so has it's just like a white uh label and then it has she's got a beard okay so yeah i'm all i'm so in for like trying their whole lineup because that i think they're like brooklyn maybe they're yeah, in new york i, I, I always like no that's why i know where they're at i'm always very like fascinated by how the company runs as a whole like anybody can just make a hot sauce but it's like craft beer where you should go to the store and you're like, oh, there's five million. I'm just going to yeah. I'm going to shop based off label. You know, yeah. I love how like I think hot sauce companies like you got to really grind. And I'm, I'm so fascinated by like the business side of it. The backstory. Is yeah. Like and like if produced. it's like why they made a sauce, like why they do certain varieties. Is it a chef that's doing it mm -hmm. or is it just like a company that is a shell of a, you know, they don't know anything like where do the peppers come from? I think it's really cool. I think the whole like culture behind it's really neat. That is. That's a good point. Have you had uh, Dave's Insanity? Yeah, that one is not fun. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> I, I my but I had that, and I've that to me like it sucks. But last weekend when I was in Wisconsin with my buddies, we did that last dab Apollo, like the oh, new yeah. last dab. And I've done fine with the last dabs before, but it comes in like the frozen chicken pack where you can put your own on it. And he put, I'm sure, way too much on. I felt like I drank battery acid. Really? Like you ever had a burn so bad from like hot sauce that it doesn't taste like food anymore? It's just like chemical tasting. Yeah. It, like your mouth starts getting that weird numb, like you put like chest, the vapor rub on your mouth or something. <laughs> yeah. I had to like run my mouth under the sink because it felt like I like put my mouth on a tailpipe and was like, gun it. Like literally so that I hate it. But Dave's Insanity like kind of did that to me originally where I was like, this doesn't, this isn't good. Yeah. I, I, I hate I, that feeling. I had put like a dab like, and yeah. like, just like, like I was using it like very, like I had it before. So I knew what right. to do. And I was like very little. And my girlfriend was like, oh, I'll try that. And I was like, I don't know. And she goes, no, no, no. I like hot sauce. And I was like, okay, okay. Mm -hmm. And no she goes, fuck you. That actually ruined my night. I oh, for believe. sure. It can she derail. Was like, <laughs> yeah. She's like, I'm just glad that it's not one of those ones, like all the companies that lean into the whole like butthole blaster, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like outhouse ruiner. And you're like, dude, okay, <laughs> first of all, that humor is so tub. lame. Yeah. <laughs> Steve-O made a hot sauce. Like, he did. Yeah. 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 And it's Something in the butt butthole blaster. Butthole blaster. <laughs> yeah, but that, for his brand, it makes right. sense. Which just like some guy in Montana that's like, I'm going to make one called like dynamite in the asshole yeah. it's like just dude kill yourself it's also like it's they, they <laughs> that's really overreaction um a lot of times we realize too like from learning it a lot of people just literally all they do is dump the lowest grade habanero powder oh. into these recipes so it's so easy to make it that hot 
with that's why they don't taste good because they're not also combating it with other flavors. They're just going, oh, we'll do the thing that everybody does: cayenne vinegar, yeah. and then just off. Oh, Glowed just of just lava. yeah, just and then you're like, oh yeah, that's why it just hurts, and there's no taste because like it hurts here, that it much hurts habanero here. doesn't taste good. Obviously, <laughs> no. a little bit of habanero is a nice taste. After I, that, it's too hot. I like a good balance of flavor and heat. Of course, you need flavor first. Dude. Yeah, like I, if the heat comes afterwards, where you can taste it first, that's great. Mm -hmm. Like, but no, none of this. Like, you immediately get it, and then you stand up. You ever had food so hot you're like, you have to move <laughs> yeah, instantly. Yeah. <laughs> that's not you fun. Kind of no. do like a little shake out. Yeah, you gotta like... literally do jumping jacks to get over it. No, not my <laughs> Just thing. Air your mouth out. <laughs> yeah, yeah everyone, you're always like sucking air in. That's my move. I always suck air in like such a psychopath. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Sound like I'm giving like, like a baby. Doesn't help labor. at all whatsoever. No, no, it, like, temporarily. It, it, it makes it worse after you're done doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, not for me. So, what do you think? Eating with spicy food, what is the, your go-to drink to pair with it? I've still found nothing actually works, but my thing was always, we love doing alcohol with it because you numb yourself that way of like yeah. a really strong beer where you can like the longer sip and it's high alcohol. So you start to feel buzz. So it kind of starts to go away. It's like when you're high, you get, you're numb to like stuff a little bit. So I like a really high alcohol percentage drink, whether it's like a double IPA or like a literally like a vodka or tequila, something like really light and easy to drink that I would take over milk or water yeah. or any of that stuff. I think like alcohol, they say alcohol kind of kills the pain, like something about the makeup of it. I don't know if that's true, but that that's, would be that's my what answer. I heard. I heard like beer does the most. Yeah. I, well, I just, I didn't know if you were one of the people that will claim that like drinking a soda will help, but I I've never found anything to be like, Oh, this works. Like, you know, people are like, I got, if you ever got a plugged ear, I know how to get it out. And then you're yeah. like, you try it. It didn't work. Yeah. And like, I think that's the same thing. Everyone's different and they think they have a thing that works. Mine has just been like, the faster you can get a buzz, you'll forget about it. But I yeah. also feel like it's kind of like, why are you looking for something to save you when you know damn well what yeah, you're about you to put in your mouth? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, you did it to yourself. Yeah, it's called Dave's Insanity Triple X. Like, <laughs> right? yeah. yeah, it's gonna hurt. It's like, called Butthole Blaster yeah. 25,000. I think the fact, though, that water definitely does make it worse is true. Like, I think it's counterintuitive to think, like, mm. chugging water helps. I think it just, like, further spreads it out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's They're true. like, now your throat burns. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. You just gotta keep drinking. I don't know. Like, yeah, like a, a double... Um, like what I really like was, uh, oh, double too hard because I'm from Michigan. Like too hearted is like the craft beer. They made a double version of that. That's like 10%. That was my jam. Like that yeah, for yeah. a hot sauce video would be great. <laughs> I'll do that. I'll have to try it. I, don't I, think, yeah. I, I think, think they only, only make had, it like one month a year. I think I've only had the two hearted like one Re regular. Yeah. Oh yeah. I love that beer though. Mm. What a good boy. Um, I have one more question for you and mm -hmm. then we can get you out yeah, of here. For thank, sure. Thank you for so much. Um, yeah, dude. Love it. For coming Coming here, when it comes to like overall content producing mm -hmm. and because you're doing food stuff, you're doing booze stuff, you're doing a lot. Like what's the end game? Like what's the goal that you want? Yeah. Like day? what's all this for? What are we yeah. working towards? That kind of thing. Yeah. I know we talked a lot about food today and that's awesome. But like this, con this question is so much like what I'm always thinking about. Like I love the food stuff. But the reason that like number six with cheese works so well is because it gets in the eyes of agencies that might be spending money. People love it because they know the brands we're like talking about so they, they can interact. Um, Corey and I signed a TV deal in year one of the show wow. to a holding deal to like try to develop like a comedy food show for us, like on these networks. The goal was always to basically keep having fun doing it, never make it feel like work, have, have a blast, get better at editing, work with more people, work with comedians, um, do as much work as we can in the commercial space. You know, we've done checkers and rallies commercials. We've been flown all over the place for, for rallies, you know, to, or, um, for Arby's to do stuff. So it was always like, keep 
I know it's corny, but it's always like, keep moving up to the next thing. Like mm -hmm. do a commercial. That's awesome. We made a hot sauce. Awesome. We made another hot sauce. Um, you know, we bought the rights to that hot sauce. We want to start doing a content. Um, we're, we're starting a company where, um, creators in Chicago can come almost like a panel style, all meet each other, talk. It's kind of like what Casey Neistat was trying to do in New York city with three, six, eight, where it was like, these creators are all coming to a space to work together and meet each other. We kind of want to start that in Chicago. So it's like, just keep doing things where you're around more people. The networking is great. The content will always kind of speak for itself. And I think good things will come from that. And so for my personal stuff, like food content to me is such an escape from how shitty the world is. Like I get really bogged down by the news and stuff like that. Like my fiance still works for the Tribune. So I'm hearing the like the, the worst things you could hear from news all the time. So when I started my own vlog thing, it was like, I need more just, there's no controversy in food. People love it. It's an escape. I can be a goofball on camera. Companies will reach out. People will donate because they love the show. Um, so it's really just like my goal of this whole thing was make money doing what you love. Don't have to answer to anybody else and just make an income laughing and being an idiot every day. I was like, if I can get there and keep doing that, like good things will come. So that's what I'm still doing now. Like six years into the show and doing my thing and starting these companies is just literally not having to answer anybody and to get to call the shots and just pay my, pay my taxes, pay my bills and have fun, you know? So I'm hoping these other opportunities come. It's always great, but I'm not trying to be like the next big, like, per, like this guy, you know yeah. what I mean? I'm trying to like something fun will come from all this stuff and just grinding, just keep doing it and like not stop. I feel like that's the new American dream though. I think it is. I think it's changed because you can create a business right now. You can open a, a browser or on a phone and start a thing and it could be a big deal and people will pay you for it. You know, yeah. I can't believe people Venmo me money to eat stuff. Like it's ridiculous, right. but it's like people find a connection with somebody and you can watch a show on Netflix for 10 episodes and then it's gone for a year where if you connect with somebody online, it's every day. It's like the new web. It's like the new TV show, like YouTube and TikTok is the new web series, you know, like, so I just have always attached to that realm really well. And I've met a lot of really cool people. Like I met you guys through doing what I do. Like, it's really neat to me. It yeah. creates a lot of opportunities for stuff in the future. And I just love what I do. So what do you think, like building like your entire platform and company, like what do you think has been the best overall thing that you've done? Like, is it like just consistently putting content out there? That's my thing that when I've done talks and stuff, I always tell people that I think consistency nowadays is the name of the game. Like you can put out a big thing, but how even how many movies have you seen where they put $300 million into it and then you see it and then you don't think about it ever again. And like, that's it. Like, I think they've basically proven to with the, the almighty algorithm that people connect more with consistent, decent content than they do with you putting your life's work into one thing and then never hearing from you for two years. Like it's kind of sucks because it's changed the way people create. But the thing that I've connected with most, like you said, is just the consistency. I think find something that you can sustain for a long period of time. It's not going to bog you down and you can find ways to be creative every single day in the thing you're doing and you're going to be fine because people connect with opening their phones and going, oh, let me click on that YouTube channel and see, oh, here's seven new videos in the last seven days. And then they binge them. Like that's just how we consume content. So that's what I tell people. I think the best thing we've done is never stopping like the grind and doing it. So I think if you take a break, people just move on to something else and right. it's hard to bring them back. We've had some of the same fans now since like 2016 that have like watched every video, comment on everything, have been a Patreon for six years. Like it's because we keep doing it and we, you know, we have a live show tonight, a Patreon zoom 
that if you're a $10, you know, monthly donor, you get to talk to us for an hour on, on zoom. We just kick it with these people from all over the world. Like that's so cool. Yeah, so awesome. yeah, it's the consistency truly. I think without it, it, we wouldn't have been as motivated to like keep going. You know, we have like, we put one foot in front of the other every day and we have to schedule videos every day, you know? Well, it speaks to those days too, where like you're tired or you're just not feeling it. You're right. Like, you know, I don't know if this video is going to do well, but I'm right. going to put it out anyways. Yeah. Cause it's better than, better than putting out nothing. Yeah, I think so. Like there's definitely times when if you have burnout, like you need to like take a step back, but like I'm going to Montana next week for two weeks and Corey and I filmed like basically two and a half, three weeks of stuff in a week or two. So now we have like content coming out, but I have a break now to be able to just like go hang out, fly my drone, be, you know, just hike. And that's nice. So like, it's nice to have those press pause moments, but we also like are keeping the content calendar full. So our fans never know that we left, which I think is kind of fun. That's kind of what we do for like around the holidays and stuff. So that we can, you know, go back because he goes, uh, you know, different places. Right. I think if you had the ability to do that, it's really nice because your fans go like, oh, they didn't even leave leave us hanging. Like they give us all this content. Right. So yeah, it's, it's so much work. I think people always like talk about it. Like being an influencer or a content creator is like the most fun job in the world. But you guys know it's so much work that people don't see. Like you just see this little 10 minute video or you see a 48 minute podcast and you're like, oh, that's cool. They just sat around and talked. It's like, no, you have a producer, you're editing, you have all this stuff. You built this beautiful set. Like there's so much that goes into it. So it's nice when you're with other content creators, you can be like, dude, I appreciate what you guys are doing (laughs) so much because I know that grind and every little detail is thought of. Um, Yeah. I just think all this stuff, like being able to do this is so cool. Um, Like you guys are just killing it with all this stuff. This this is is so neat. Studio, like you first, are the, you are the first first guest in the new studio. studio. First guest in the new studio. I love that. First Do I get to sign a wall? Draft in the new studio. <laughs> yes. You should start doing. You should. Definitely. And then um, like a wall. <laughs> we. Uh, the only thing is, oh, at the last place, we probably redid the studio like oh, yeah, fourteen times. Yeah, felt like because you're just trying to make it like just right, and you yeah. care about that stuff. That's how you know things are going to succeed because you guys think about that stuff. When it's, so many people just yeah. throw stuff up and like, okay, you know, look good, feel good, feel good, play good. Yeah. Write yeah. that on the wall. <laughs> Get it in the end. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. This is awesome. All right, Sean. Well, we don't want to keep you for much longer. This yeah, you great. made me so fucking hungry too. So. Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, that's another thing. I can't watch your videos hungry. Watch it while I'm eating something or if I'm like about to order something. Because then it'll give me an idea. That's that's right. Absolutely. But, but yeah, yeah, I can't do it hungry because then I'm like, dude, I'm sitting there. I'm like, oh, now I have to order something. I know. Yeah, I know. For but sure. thank you so much for coming on. Thank you guys. Uh, you can follow him at Hey Sean Ailey uh, everywhere on social media and uh, check out number six with cheese. Uh, and then also they got merch and new hot sauce. coming. Yeah. In. Hot sauce. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to out. watch for that hot sauce. Yeah. Please. They're both available on the site now. So if you want to like get them today, they'll, they'll literally ship out. So like you can do it now. All right. Yeah. I'll number six today. with cheese. Ooh, All yeah. right. Perfect. So. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you Thanks, for your guys. time. Thank and you. uh, yeah, this has been this has been awesome. All right, go drink more. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs>